conversating? <laughs> conversating with Pops and Ade. Yep, conversating mm-hmm. with Pops and Ade. Well, I'm Peter J. Harris. And I'm Ada Nike A. Harris. And this is Conversating with Pops and Ade. Conversating with Pops and Ade. Let's go. Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Dad? (coughs) Episode two. Episode two underway. What's today's topic? Well, let's see. Lessons earned and lessons learned somewhere there is a parenthesis it's around the e it's around the e that's right there you go there you go because you know y'all campus people y'all always be putting like paragraph the postmodern folks be putting like parentheses around words and letters and whatnot so well for the record you did that (laughs) i didn't really understand it so maybe i'm not a campus person in real life (laughs) Yeah, but you're the one closest to a doctorate than I am. True, true. Soon come. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we need to say what it means. Yeah, so this episode, thank you, welcome back, season two of Conversating with Pops and Ade. This is episode two. And um, as my (laughs) grandfather used to say, um, I'm going to let Pops lead the way because when we began doing this work with one another, we kept talking and we were creating like our bio. Pop said some really profound things. As if you listen to season one, he always does. Typically, they're made up words such as victorize. But with the love of victorize and, and the action of victorizing, we also discussed the lessons learned and earned. Because through trauma, through this life experience and this terrible thing that happened to me, but also rippled in and reverberated through my family. We also have lessons that we've learned and lessons mm. that we've earned. And mm. I would like for my father to talk about why he coined this phrase as something that we, as Pops and Ade, have just grasped hold of. And it's about, about our, that's kind of our pedagogy. Aha, I got to throw the word in there. Mm. But it's a part of our, um, our teaching <clears throat> tool. So go ahead, Pops. What, what do you mean by lessons learned and lessons earned? So there's a, several dimensions, as you know, I like to approach things to a lot of different angles on the kaleidoscope. So like the, the easiest one, don't start nothing, I'll start singing one of them old songs, you know. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, okay, okay. the simplest dimension is simple, is simple. It's, are you healthy enough to look at your life and discern lessons from the experiences you you've uh, you've lived uh whether in our case we are we're talking about the in the uh the ignition of a negative uh experience but in general are you able to be at a certain place in your life where you can look in look out ask your friends you can look in your journals mm-hmm. uh look at your list of photo uh, sorry your series of photos in your phone on your iPad or some tablet or whatever. Or if you're analog in your, in your photo book. Oh, absolutely. And whatever tool you use, whatever tool you use, are you able to just to, to track lessons, to land on lessons? Mm -hmm. That's just in general. You know, basically you look up 
at yourself in the mirror and say, what have I learned today? What, have I, what did I learn last week? What did I learn from that experience? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the earned energy for me, that's part of that whole victorizing uh, di- uh, dimension. So right. <clears throat> if you earn something, that means you have actually put your you know, spirit to the grindstone and you have said, I'm going to fully participate. And you end up sort of building muscle as a result, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, when you earn something, that means you have actually like confronted it or faced it or, or embraced it or, 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 you know, Muhammad yeah. Ali with it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, the first level for me, and then I'm going to ask you, you know, is if you say you've, you've made progress in your life, if you say you have uh, eyeballed your life with ethics, with courage, with imagination, uh, can you, my opinion, you should be, but can you identify the lessons you, you've learned? Mm-hmm. Can you track them? Can you check them off? Uh, can you, even if you don't check them off in a line by line, can you feel this, the pulse of it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <gasps> the breath of that lesson. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as part of that sort of te- check-in, that analysis, can you measure how you earned it, the effort you put in to earn those lessons? So, yeah, that's, that's the way I like to start. How about yourself? Wow. Coming after that. What does one well, have to on say? Man, break it on down. Break it on down. I'm, I, think, I think you took a lot of the words from me. If I'm being really honest, that's, you, you said something that stuck with me about being able to, to track right? If you are mm-hmm. bold enough to track the lesson, mm-hmm. being able to look at yourself internally, externally, asking your friends, because I think, I think the lessons learned is really about growth. Have you grown? Okay. okay. Have you grown through something that you've experienced? So we all think about, a lot of people want to say that we grown, like, oh, I'm grown. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grown. I got this. But in reality, the way life pulses and moves, you should be constantly growing. And I'm going to use the word should, right? You should be growing because you're learning lessons every day, all the time. Every experience Mm -hmm. that you have, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, is because you're you're not losing, you're not learning the lesson. You're not, Mm -hmm. I mean... There's so many times that people in, in faith communities can say, if you repeat the same thing over again, it's because God is t- you know, trying to get you to learn the lesson within that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have in psychology, when you're repeating patterns over and over again, it's because you haven't learned that behavior pattern. Mm-hmm. You haven't been able to um, use your coping mechanisms to move through that and to learn something else. Like you haven't adjusted and grown through your, um, that behavior that's not serving you. So for me, that's what lessons learned mean. It's like, what did I learn from what I experienced? What did I learn from my dad today? What did I learn from my trauma about myself, about how I interact with other people, how I interact with my dad, how I interact with my mom, you know? And then the earned part is, it's that earning. Like I went through this. I went mm-hmm. through the mud and the yuck and the dirt and I, I, when you know, if I'm doing the, the Spartan race, I'm I'm up in the trenches. Like I've earned it because I put in the work, and I think that is something that people don't realize. You mm. learn lessons because you've put in the work. 
because that's how you earned the lesson, right? Like you've earned it because you've put in the work mm -hmm. to identify whatever pattern you may be repeating. You've put in the work to understand yourself. You've put in the work to sit still with yourself. I mm -hmm. think if nothing else, I will say one thing about 2020, especially with the stay at home orders and quarantining and having to be alone. Mm -hmm. It struck a lot of people, I would say, mm -hmm, oh my mm -hmm. God, I got to deal with me. Right, right. I right. got to look in the mirror to figure out, like, number one, if you're in the house alone, you're like, wow, do I even like being alone? Do mm -hmm. I even like being by myself? I think the uptick in, in depression, uptick in needing mental health, I'm an advocate for it. I think everybody should go to some type of therapy. Mm -hmm. I think there's mm -hmm. always a benefit of working with someone who is objective, who is not, you know, they don't know your life. They only know mm -hmm. what you're presenting mm -hmm. to them. But if they are a good therapist, they can typically identify your cycles, right? Your, your the things I've mentioned before. So I, I think it's really about sitting with self, looking internally, looking at your external world. Like, do you have people that are supporting you and growing, right? Because again, it's about growth. It's about those next steps like you want to earn to be better tomorrow than you were today and today i'm hoping mm -hmm. that you were better than you were yesterday that you've learned something from that so that's what it means to me that's the that it's so much deeper than just saying oh i learned a lesson today like i learned right right you mm -hmm. know it's a lot deeper it's really about i learned this about myself i learned this about my circle of friends and then also there's power in reminding yourself that just because you've grown and other people have not grown and other people have not learned their lessons, that doesn't make you wrong. That doesn't make your growth and your earning of these new lessons in your life a bad thing. Just because someone might be like, oh, you've changed. That's good. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people have this resistance to change and that, and they try to demonize it and make it seem like, oh, you've changed, you're different as if that's a bad thing. Now, of course, if you're different and it's hurtful to yourself and hurtful to other people and it's not in a positive and empowering, you know, space, that's not a good change that you want to have. But if you're mm -hmm, changing mm -hmm, for the mm -hmm. better for yourself and you're leaving people right. behind that are not learning lessons, right? You see the same people doing the same thing and you're like, I don't really want to kick it with you no more. Like you're not growing. You're not learning lessons. We're doing the same thing we were mm -hmm. doing 10 minutes ago or 10 years ago, we still mm -hmm. doing it now. I don't want to do that anymore. So that's mm -hmm. my takeaway from loving lessons. Cause that's the other piece that I think that you would right. really got to talk about is the loving part. Yes. Because when you're loving on yourself, when you're loving on those around you, mm -hmm. that is the, the mm -hmm. undercurrent. Mm -hmm. That's the through line of all of this is that they're loving lessons of self you're earning loving lessons. You're 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 earning yes. this growth. You're earning this satisfaction and this happiness. So that is to me why I'm, when you coined it, I was like, he got it. But now saying it out loud is like that's the deepness of it for me. You know, well, you actually reminded me. I forgot that we said loving lessons mm -hmm. learned and earned. Yep. So that's a hell of a reminder. I think what I also think is another dimension to this this topic is is ethical uh, lessons yeah. learned and earned. I mean, so I, I, I'm not sure I would use. In fact, I know I won't use the word growth myself. I, I tend to think in terms of like expanse expansion for myself. 
Um, so there's a line of growth that, you know, yesterday I was this way, uh, today I'm here maybe, or what have you. Um, <clears throat> I like that concept that the jazz players I've read about, Charlie Parker and others, you know, they call it the woodshed. And so that's how I looked at the quarantine. Uh, and I also love that term when I first heard it, shelter in place. Yeah. There was something, there was something kind of moving about that. But so for me, when I'm sheltering in place over this last year, uh, I'm, I'm woodshedding. I, I, I never stop reading. I never stop. Uh, uh, Can you uh, explain a little bit more about woodshedding? Yeah, yeah. You just go. It's a period when you're not performing. It's a period when maybe you have hit your wall and you, you know, or you in some cases you get so successful so early. You know, somebody like a, a guy like Charles Lloyd in his youth, relative youth, he became like he had a million selling couple of songs. He was a jazz player. That wasn't happening that much in them days, 70s. But, you know, uh, he went, he basically put himself into his own woodshed. Apparently had enough money, bought a, bought a crib up on the central coast of California and went silent. And no doubt, though, was studying, was listening was detoxing, was whatever you have to do to really come into full, uh, uh, sharp focus with yourself. It's an expansiveness. Then in partic this particular um, uh, artist, you know, comes back on the scene in the 90s, blowing it away. And, uh, you know, was, was a mature man, was a, was a person who, who had really imbibed his lessons, his loving lessons. He calls himself in a lot of his stuff, a tender warrior. And I'm mm. so touched by that. Um, so I, I just wanted to say that one of the other dimensions is this, this sense of being, in, you know, of learning ethical lessons, lessons, you know, and, you know, you know who the person is in your circles that you take the time with if, quote unquote, they haven't been growing. Or if right. you see them repeating patterns that aren't the healthiest, right. if they're your real people, you pull their coat. As a, you know, right. your, your uncle likes to say, he calls himself a, 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 a coat puller, a coat tail puller. So you put, yeah, nobody has tails on their coats anymore, I'm sure. But so, yeah, dimensions, 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 always dimensions for me. Because when you get stuck, you know what I mean, in, in a linear vibration, you, there are times when you got to be linear. I mean, you set up for production schedules or you, somebody calls you, you're supposed to call them back. You, you're on the clock, somebody's paying you. Right. But when, the stuff we're talking about, it's not so linear to me. Yeah. I love that um, notion of like woodshedding. Like now that you've explained it even in more mm -hmm. detail, it even hits, it hits harder and more clear because you're right. It's, it's the whole idea of cocooning. It's the, yes, it's the whole yes. idea of going into self and really just like, okay, well, what can I do? So, and then your your notion of like expansiveness, like that's that's amazing. You know, yes, for me, it's growth. That's my word and your word. Yeah, is no, it's cool. But I, I really grow too. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I, but I, I mean, that's what growth is, right? It's just about the different yes, directions, yes. right? So you're either growing internally and then expanding your heart, right, or you're expanding your your space, what you're taking up, how you're mm -hmm. taking it up. Or you're growing, like you're growing tall, you're you're still, uh -huh. but either way, it's about space. It's about taking up space. Yes. And I think the key words are ethical, lovingly, right? Positively, mm -hmm. 
you know, with with grace, like you're not bulldozing over someone else. You're not necessarily expanding into someone else's space and trying to make them like you. But you are recognizing that you're not apologizing for the space that you're getting ready to take up. And that's the thing. And then if we're talking about pulling coattails, yeah, you want, if they're your real friends and you could be, you should be able to absolutely say, hey man, what's going on? What, what, this isn't who I mm-hmm. know you to be or who you can be. That's we right. We started here together. And then now, you know, we talked about wanting to get to this level. Well, I'm moving towards that level, but you're not coming with me. Is this still your goal? Is this still what you want? You know, it doesn't make me love you any less. Or, you know, and if you come with me, it doesn't make you love you anymore. It just makes me recognize, well, this is where I'm going. I'm expanding. I'm growing to this. Mm-hmm. And I can come back down here with you and kick it if this is where you want to be. But understand, right? I have been woodshedding, which I now love even more so. I've been woodshedding. I've been doing my work. I've been digging in. And I'm moving forward. Are you coming or not? You know? Some friends who ain't ready might resist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. friends who, who you know, and those are typically the friends that are like, man, you changing. You think you better than right, that. You know, right. they, they resist that because you are mm-hmm. pulling their coattails. You are basically yeah. holding a mirror up to them. Like, look at yourself. You like this or yeah. not? Like, if you don't like what you see, then let's let's move together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Another thought that hit me uh, as another dimension is if you approach people ethically, and you say to them the kinds of stuff you just described, you know, you're not trying to manipulate them. You know, you're trying to be a part of their, um, you know, personal transformation, however they want to describe that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the complete opposite of being a predator, of being a predatory person. Mm -hmm. Because those persons want to control everything. And of course, when the hierarchies kick in, you know, uh, which, and those ugly hierarchies or super unethical hierarchies, you know, kick in, a person is trying to run your stuff, your body, your, 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 your space, your time, your circle of friendships. So I think when we uh, target loving lessons, learn loving lessons earned we're making a stance that's a that's a political stance it's an ideological stance mm-hmm. it's a real moral stance and it's not uh, uh it's not of false uh uh innocence or it's not uh we really are not about the other kind of change the other yeah. kind of lessons and you and frankly, in third, maybe in a fifth dimension, haha. You know, I think we had seven dimensions by now, though, because every well, time cool. we keep what? going, <laughs> that's why my hands got to stop. Like your, boy, your boy Tony, Tony be saying, Yeah, when the dudes be talking with their hands, Tony Baker be like, Yes, I believe. So the other thing is, you just want to make sure that the, 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 the laser is on positive control which is usually yourself, you know, inspirational control, you know, of how you speak to someone, how you act towards someone, ethical, you know, control, you know, where you are really, really, you can maybe even feel yourself. I I, I don't know how much time we got. I got to tell you this quick story. So I'm maybe the last time I went to the barbershop, uh, (laughs) I met this, this was a new barber. 
he had all these beautiful posters of Malcolm and other people on, on, the, on the wall. And I was just being respectful. I said, oh man, these are beautiful. And somehow he got to talking about manhood and masculinity and, you know, they, and then he said something to the effect that, you know, you, you know how they be doing, they be wanting to make you gay, you know what I'm saying, you know, make you homeless. And I'm right there in the, in the chair with my, my, my thing on. And I said, oh, no, not that right in my ear. Not some homophobic, crabbity crap. But you know what hit me? It just hit me in the middle of that moment. I said, you know what, though, bro? I said, now, bro, I'm the wrong dude to say that to. Yeah. I said, because if you don't, I said, if you, and we're right there. This dude's like, you know what I mean? Luckily, I don't really care how my hair look once I go to barbershop. But I did. I said to him, I said, well, bro, that's very ahistorical of you, man, for a dude who say he love history. I said, because if, if you're going to say you ain't into being gay, fine. That's not your orientation. But if there's, if there's no gay community members, there's no James Baldwin. There's no uh, mm -hmm. uh, March on Washington, you know, because uh, uh, um, Baird Rustin was the coordinator of that. Baird, mm -hmm. Baird, maybe I think it's pronounced Bayard Rustin. I mean, and on and on. I just kind of ran down a quick thing, staying ethical, not letting the discomfort of the moment, you know, allow me to be sort of, uh, you know, buffaloed. Because it would have been, frankly, pretty easy to say, mm -hmm, yeah, man, I understand, or whatever. Yeah, but I, I can't silent. live like that. I can't yeah. live like that no more. You know, I ain't, I'm not asking for no, you know, applause or butt tapping, like, you know, just what up, man, way to go, man. It just is a, an example of when you're right there at that little pivot point, you know, and you got to say, well, I, I done learned too many lessons. Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? I've earned too many lessons. I can't let this slide, bro. Yeah. And you lovingly corrected him in a sense, yeah. right? You lovingly taught him a new lesson. Yeah. Like, it, this may be what you think, but you're not going to do that to me. You're not going to yeah, put what right. you think on me just because I'm in your chair and you That's think right. I got to listen to what you have to say. So you lovingly... Yes taught him a lesson of mm, that's not this isn't this ain't gonna work yes for me. yeah yeah and it's wrong i told him it was wrong i said bro you can't have muhammad ali malcolm king all these people on the on the wall and say you about the culture and its history mm. and then you just gonna like you know shave off blood to just because right. they their orientation is different from yours. Right. You know what I mean? You're gonna shave them out of history. You know what I mean? I like that kind of shaving vibe. Well, we I know I need a haircut. Shaved up. <laughs> Somewhere in the in our episodes, I'm gonna show up and you're gonna say, Hey, where your hair at, Mike? Yeah, me too. Anyway. I might I might get some I might change up my hair in some of these episodes. Yeah. So well, That's thank right. you, Dad, as always. Yeah, uh, it's this a pleasure is good. to learn from you. Like, like again, and we're always teaching you. loving lessons, and, and, yeah. and I earned them, and I learned them, and I, and I love them. Yeah, and we both learn them together. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, cool. Yeah. Onwards to number three. <laughs> when it's time, let's go. Let's keep well, on conversating. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. And we'll come back whenever we post the next one. That's right. All It'll right. Be now. soon. Have post a great one. <laughs> All right, bye, bye. You've been listening to Conversating with Pops and Ade. We're your hosts, Peter Harris. And I'm Adenike Harris. Please, wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe, share with your friends, and give us feedback. 
Also, don't forget to follow us at our Instagram page at Pops and Ade, P-O-P-S-N-A-D-E. Facebook, we are Peter and Adenike Harris. And you can also find us on YouTube where you can see other videos of work that we have done, including our TED Talk entitled Healing versus Retaliation. Thanks again and come back soon.